Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. Sports City, what's good? It's your boy, Royce King, NBA head chef for all-you-can-eat fantasy basketball. That's right. It's the all-NBA food for thought show providing you with championship-flavored dishes every Monday and Friday. So you know we got nothing but the good times, the laughs, with some in-depth analysis, on players, teams, coaches, general managers, and, yes, even a perspective on some team owners whenever they're impacting what's going on in the association. We thank you for tapping in with us today. So let's get to it. Let's see if y'all can do these dishes. I'm running solo so far this evening, but remember that guest call-in number, 929-477-2759, where you can tap in during our caller Q&A and comment segment, that'll be segment three, that'll get to go on right around that 6.30 hour, so if you got questions about trades on your fantasy team, drafts, player profiles, whatever, we'll get all into it, but it's the top of the hour, beginning of the show, so first things first, it's that ace brand NBA today, that's right. We're going to talk a little bit about the hot topic or the conversation once again. James Harden is in the news. He spoke for the first time in probably a couple of months. And uh, in short, nothing's changed. He still doesn't want to be a Philadelphia 76er. In summary, the relationship between he and Daryl Morey is uh, irreconcilable differences. (laughs) And so with that being said, I am willing to be exactly who I am. I'm a predictive analytics kind of guy. And so I have no problem with coming on and letting you know that is my thought that James Harden is going to be traded by Monday's game. He alluded to maybe hanging around, being a professional, doing all the things he needed to do uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers as well as for himself and his trade value. And that's being a good citizen, right? And prepared to play in the final preseason game. But I've been watching this game for a while now. And listen, when Daryl Morey traded the first time to acquire James Harden from the Oklahoma City Thunder, it was kind of right around this time of year, just before the regular season was going to kick off. So I'm suspecting that that's what's going to happen. 
He's going to send Jimmy Beard packing to wherever the destination is. Is it really going to be the Clippers? Come on, people. Have we not learned anything from Dame Lillard and the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks and the Portland Trailblazers? Everybody kept gassing us. Everybody was writing and, and, and telling us, look at Miami. We're going to send them to Miami. Is Dame Lillard a Miami Heat player? He absolutely is not. So why would we think that uh, James Harden is going to be a Los Angeles Clipper? I mean, fool me once. Come on, fool me twice. Mm -mm -mm. I'm not falling for it, people. I'm just not buying it. And that's really all I got to say about James Harden. On the 76ers, you know how I feel. Well, at least you should if you're a regular inside sports city. For those who are just tapping in with us, let me let you know. I grew up on this Philadelphia 76ers organization, and I've been watching them for quite some time. I won't date myself, but let's just say since 1977, okay? With that being said, there's been one NBA championship secured by the Philadelphia 76ers since my year of birth, which was 1972. That's right. One championship, 1983. Moses Malone, Dr. J, Andrew Toney, Mark Ivarotti, Maurice Cheeks. Like, come on, man. They lost one game in their postseason run. Since then, this organization has not done right by any star, not Charles Barkley, not Allen Iverson, not Ben Simmons, not Joel Embiid, and definitely not about to do right by James Harden. Do we think they're going to win a chip? I'm being honest, folks. Absolutely not. The process is going to be for not, because if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm looking around now and I'm saying, we had all these number one picks. They had Ben Simmons' number one pick. They had a top pick in Jaleel Okafor. He's not even in the league. They had top pick Nerlens Noel. He can't find a job and stay in the league. You got Joel Embiid, who they opted to settle on as the franchise player, but he's the most often injured of the four players that I mentioned. Did they get it right? Numbers and the league MVP and talent, in some of our eyes would say, they did get it right by choosing Joel Embiid. But did you really make the right decision to get rid of Ben Simmons because he was being who he always has been? That's an IQ player, a pass-first guy. You never miss what you got until the water runs dry. He's gone now, but I'll talk about him a little later in the show. But with that being said, man, let me go and wrap that up. That's what I got on today's news inside the NBA. But let's do a quick little run around the association. We're preseason, right? It's Friday the 13th. Those who are into the spooky, spooky, hey, man, I remember being a kid and Jason Voorhees, that first Friday the 13th, the original man liked to have me wet myself. Woo! That thing was scary. But I digress. Let's get back to the NBA. Last night in preseason, I'm just going to give you, at this point, right, who won and who lost. What they want, the amount of the score is absolutely irrelevant. It's preseason. Here and there, we'll speak on a couple of players that I think might be relevant uh, for those people who are tuning in with the express purposes to receive maybe a little assistance or check my temperature on how I feel about player personnel for the upcoming fantasy basketball season, okay? So let's start with the game. Uh, let's what'd you call that? The uh, the marquee matchup in Thursday night preseason basketball. The Phoenix Suns defeated the Portland Trailblazers. As far as I'm concerned, nothing to see here. Business as usual, right? But we'll talk a little bit briefly about Scoot Henderson, someone who's going to have an opportunity in Portland this season to compete for Rookie of the Year. If you're in a dynasty league, 
certainly you've already invested heavily in Scoot Henderson. If you're in a redraft league, slow your roll. Don't rush. He's not going to put up Dame Lillard numbers just because you think he has Dame's spot and Dame's minutes and all the Dame's shots. He's no Damian Lillard. He's a rookie. He's Scoot Henderson. That doesn't mean I don't believe in him. Doesn't mean I don't support him. Doesn't mean I don't think he's talented. Quite the contrary. I'm confident in him. I'm confident in his talent. And I'm confident that he's going to have an outstanding NBA career until I see otherwise. But at the moment, let's just be satisfied and enjoy watching him in the preseason where he put up 22 points, four rebounds, and four assists. And he played 30 minutes. That's not bad. So enjoy it. If you own Scoot, cool. If you're thinking about drafting Scoot, go for what you know, man. I don't know how many rookies have helped you win a fantasy basketball championship. Not the way I like to build in terms of if I'm expecting to win a chip. I don't think my rookie is going to cause me to win a championship, including Victor Wambayama. We'll get to him later. It is what it is. Also, last night the Chicago Bulls defeated the Denver Nuggets pin double overtime. <laughs> like, who wants to do that in preseason? Double overtime? No, no, no. Hey, guys, if we win, we lose. Let's just get better. Let's create some footage, some film, so we can go back and watch it, see what we did well, see what we need to work on. Hey, man, I'm not trying to go to double overtime. But at the same time, there's a part of me that says, if you're about winning, and we know that the defending champions, they're trying to defend that crown, so they don't want to let being complacent slide in there so they compete until the end. So it was a hard-fought preseason loss for the Denver Nuggets, double overtime. And uh, the, the Houston Rockets defeated the New Orleans Pelicans. You talk about nothing to see. Wow, where was Zion? Where was Brandon? The starters in New Orleans, I think, were in a back-to-back situation, if my memory is serving me correctly. And so they didn't really play much. The guys off the bench got the bulk of the minutes, and uh, it showed, trust me, in the box score. The Atlanta Hawks defeated the Memphis Grizzlies as they played host to them in the ACL. This was a pretty good game. Hawks came away with a one-point victory. Trey Young had his moment. He continues to be exactly who you thought he would be. He's probably on par to have another double-double average uh, this season, 20 points, 10 assists. There's no reason why he shouldn't do those types of numbers for you. Uh, and then if you're excited about a young player uh, like in Jalen Johnson, who I think we've all been waiting for to take another step, if my memory, again, serves me correctly, because I'm not wasting time going into preseason box scores like they really matter. I think he did 14 and 7 in whatever the time was, okay? Um, Rookies-wise, if you're in a dynasty and you want to look at who they drafted, you're considering is Kobe Bufkin worth, worth the investment? Is Mohamed Gay worth the investment? I can tell you I'm on the Mohamed uh, Gay train, if you will. I've bought in. Uh, and invested in him, I mean, at, you know, $1.1 million and change for my salary cap lead. I'm not expecting him to do a lot. We have what we call a minor system where I could stash him, and he's not going to really hurt my salary cap. He did 12 and 6 with, I think, two or three assists, knocked down a couple, three balls, had a good showing in limited minutes as a, a rookie. So if you're scouring and you're prospecting, uh, in deep leagues and in dynasty format, Mohamed Gay is somebody you might want to put on your watch list for this upcoming season. Again, if you're in a 10 or 12 team league, something shallow, you want to stay away unless injuries just uh, ravage the Atlanta Hawks. And we don't want that. We want everybody uh, to be healthy uh, moving forward. The Brooklyn Nets played uh, the team from Israel. Maccabi, and uh, this was all about Ben Simmons, in my opinion. Uh, pretty much get into that in our second segment. 
we'll move along to the Wizards defeated the Charlotte Hornets. That game to me is the play of the game was the play that didn't count. And uh, you probably talked about it around the water cooler at work today. And it was the rookie Brandon Miller who took off from the dotted and just flew through Daniel Gafford. Uh, they called the charge on Brandon Miller. Um, hey man, I just I just love the play. Like this young rookie has shown that he is definitely doing everything he can to. Uh, I guess his body language and some of his performance, he truly is a fan of Paul George. Paul George really is his GOAT. I know this guy took a lot of heat uh, earlier in the summer when he said that, you know, especially from probably guys who are in my age range or whatever. But you got to realize that Brandon Miller is young enough to pretty much come up under the Paul George watch. Okay? So, Running through the rest of the scores very quickly. Magic defeat Cavs. Keep your eye on Imani Bates. Uh, and then Pistons defeat Thunder. James Wiseman, 20-10. and 10. Bagley got the start for the injured Jalen Duran or the rest in Jalen Duran. Before I go to break, I got to say this. I'm curious about what got into the mind of the agent, Jeff Swartz. That's right. Jeff Swartz is the agent, NBA agent for James Wiseman and Marvin Bagley. They're on the same team. Wiseman's in the final year of his deal. This is going to impact your fantasy this season, I'm telling you. And Bagley's in the second year of a three-year deal. As much as the narrative right now might be about is uh, Bagley going to start or is Wiseman going to, excuse me, not start, get the uh, – get the backup minutes at center behind Jalen Durant, I'm thinking you might want to lean, lean a little more towards Wiseman so he can secure that new deal, and maybe there's going to be a trade. I would like to see Bagley maybe end up in Miami. I know he likes to work out down there. They need more size than other people listening right now. You might be thinking, oh, they got Thomas Bryant. There's a whole lot to get into. Matter of fact, I'm going to go to break, and then I'm going to come back and take my time with it and unpack it for you. We'll be right back. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now, and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. We're back. Second segment of the hour. This is what I call Ace Brand Seafood. That's right. This is my seafood segment. This is the Sports City Chef. I'm cooking up and giving you all the seafood that I could present on the table just for you. This is how I see something in particular. And uh, as I mentioned before the break, NBA agent Jeff Swartz of Excel Management has two clients, the number two overall draft pick from the 2018 draft in Marvin Bagley, as well as, again, the number two pick overall in the 2020 draft in James Wise. This was very concerning for me because I play in salary cap fantasy basketball, so I know the, the dollar amount both of these guys are making about $12 million this season. Okay? Next year, uh, Bagley, again, for like another 12. He has one year uh, remaining not counting this year on his current three-year deal there with the Detroit Pistons. Troy Weaver and the Pistons acquired James Wiseman. I don't know if they're doing Mr. Swartz a favor, but as far as construction, talent, timeline of age, production, minutes, 
trying to create, you know, and establish your career when both guys are known for battling injuries and maybe not originally landing in the best destination. Some may offer pushback on that when you think Wiseman landed with the Warriors. That's a great place to start your career, whether you're a guard or a big man, even though, hey, there hasn't been a dominant big with that kind of size in Golden State since Andrew Bogut, right? But when you think about Bagley getting his start there in Sacramento, it didn't take too long for the Kings to move off of Marvin Bagley. So I'm concerned about what's happening or what uh, Mr. Schwartz is doing as an agent as in, in, in conjunction or connection with the, the the parent organization that is the Detroit Pistons at this moment because it's not really making sense. You're not going to probably pay both of these guys, and they're both definitely fighting not only just for minutes, but they're fighting for their NBA careers. There are a lot of people who've been writing off Marvin Bagley as a bust, saying all he can do is go left. Every time he touches the ball, up oh, there he goes again. He went left. I hear those jokes and been hearing those jokes since he's coming to the league. But I also remember that when he was a highly touted prospect coming out of high school and he was on his way to Duke, the narrative was different. He was a darling. Everyone loved him. You were excited about him. You were looking forward to him. And what has he done since then? He hasn't done anything wrong. He's only battled health. He was, he was a young man in terms of his age. You're talking like those teenage numbers, 18, 19, 20, and all of that. So guess what? At his height, with his frame, he needed to get stronger for the game, to play at that speed, to still maintain that athleticism. Basketball IQ, what was his commitment to the game? He was trying to rap and all kind of stuff when he was in Sacramento. He might still be trying to do that. People who feel like they can do that, but we're not they're not all measured out equally in being the same. What is going on with him in Detroit? Why does the agent have him there? Bring in now James Wiseman, put him in a similar spot. Here's another young talent. Did phenomenal things there for Memphis East. Went on to play for Penny Hardaway. You didn't see him. There was a lot of mystery or intrigue about him, but you liked the potential. You ate what they were writing up about him in terms of the narrative. It was good. It was mystery. But you can see potentially a body like David Robinson, a game like Chris Bosh. How do you just build it out and watch it come to fruition? Well, people, it takes time. Because in the case of both Bagley and Wiseman, Wiseman, these young men have been battling injuries. And you got to expect that when you're a seven-footer trying to get your seven-foot body to move like a six-five, six-six guard, it's going to offer you some pushback. That's just the fact of reality. So you're going to need a little grace and a little luck to get those muscles firing correctly. You got to build them up. You got to train the footwork, the ball handling, and everything. And then you got to continue to grow the acumen, the basketball IQ. I like James Wiseman in Detroit. I like Marvin Bagley. I love Jalen Duran, who's from where I'm from. That's right, the county of Newcastle, Delaware. But you've got to make a decision, Detroit, and that's what they're going to be doing this year. So fantasy owners out there, Choose wisely. If you don't have to rush it, you might want to watch and see. And if you think it's worth acquiring later, you might have to, you know, construct the best trade that you can possibly come up with to acquire their services. But for me right now, here's what I would like to see for James Wiseman. I would like to see him get a new deal. I think his chemistry with the young talent there in Detroit works for him. He just seems to, you know, seem like he's in a good place as a Detroit Piston. Meanwhile, Marvin Bagley, I'm not giving up on Bagley and his talent. I'm not trying to push that young man out the lead. I think that young man 
needs a team that realizes that the game is about to change again and they need to bolster up. They need to size up with the athleticism. Bam out of bio, uh, Thomas Bryant, Marvin Bagley. Yeah, I kind of like that a little bit better than the confusion that appears to be going on in Detroit right now. That's my thought. That's what I see. So that's what I got on uh, the Detroit guys. When it comes to a hot topic guy today after the first couple of preseason games, I'm going to throw my little two cents out there on Ben Simmons. I'm invested in Ben Simmons this season in the salary cap league, and not just like all of a sudden. Like I've been invested in Ben Simmons since earlier in the summer because he was the number one overall pick. He's already made multiple all-star games. He's already been first-team all-pro, okay? So the talent never went anywhere, regardless of what the pen and paper says in terms of drafting and crafting a a misleading narrative around him. Who's going to really say that this guy doesn't want to play at at those prices, those pays, them type of paychecks? He doesn't want to play? Are you kidding me? Of course he wants to play. It's the easiest job in the world. Actually, it's not. But you get where I'm going, right? Like, we all feel like we would want to play basketball for $40 million a year, right? Okay, so if you got to see the writing on the wall, the issues with the Philadelphia organization, the betrayal, the health on the back and the body of one Ben Simmons. If you're wise, and I think if you do your homework, because I believe that you are who your player card says you are, you'll see that it was not a fluke what Ben Simmons was able to do, and he's shown you Last season, there's at least 25 minutes of quality performance from Ben Simmons last year, and this is with a bum back. He's not the first player to go through that. But if you watch him now, you can see the difference. He's moving well. He's aggressive. He's attacking the basket. We even have a sighting of Ben Simmons taking a guy into the post. Not saying he just posted up. Like, no, he's faced up. Then he turns and he takes him into the post, lowers the shoulder, bangs him twice, and then he hits him with the what? Fadeaway jumper? Did I just say Ben Simmons and fadeaway jumper in the same sentence? (laughs) If you don't believe, you won't achieve. We'll be back. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right. Welcome back to, you know, our third segment. And this portion of the show, uh, you know, on a Friday night, man, look, it's Friday. We want you to be having a good time. You should be excited getting ready for dinner. You might be riding in your car. Who knows what you're doing as you listen on the playback via podcast. If you're listening to us live, again, that call-in number is 929-477-2759. This is your segment. Call-in, questions, comments, concerns. Don't forget to show your love and support. Follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Basketball. That's spelled F-A-N, the number two, the letter C, B-A-S-K-E-T-B-A-L-L. That's fantasy basketball on IG. Man, listen, there's a lot going on with this upcoming season. There's plenty to unpack over the next few weeks. Don't jump out there 
and grab too many of these names that you haven't heard of. If your fantasy league happens to be open, it's a keeper or a dynasty league. If these guys weren't drafted, right, and they don't have a, a contract, then, look, I, I get it. We want to try to beat somebody to the punch, and we're always uh, scouting, if you will, right? We're prospecting. But let me give you a resource. Shout out to SpotTrack. That's right, S-P-O-T-R-A-C, SpotTrack.com. If your guy doesn't have or isn't listed with the stars on in terms of who's under contract there on that roster, if he's on an Exhibit 10, that's not a guy to draft. Don't prospect him. If he doesn't sign, if he's on a two-way deal right now, you probably don't want to make any kind of commitment to him, even in a dynasty league. He's on a two-way. But if he's actually one of the top 15 guys who's rostered, that's worth considering. That's worth a conversation. And if you got any questions, man, this is what I'd do. If you're curious of my resume, uh, for those who don't know, I've been playing fantasy basketball since 2000 back on the uh, NBA.com site, and uh, the format was uh, what you would call like a core six. You would draft five players and an NBA head coach. Yeah, Larry Brown was still in the league. Allen Iverson was in the league. It was it was a different time. But I, I've been having a lot of fun ever since then, right? Other things I've been able to do with this thing called fantasy basketball is exactly what I'm doing right here, right now, on the exact same uh, parent network. Man, right here uh, on, on, on Blog Talk Radio, who uh, works with the Sports City Chefs to bring you uh, the show that you could also listen to on podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Shout out to uh, Amazon Music, who also uh, takes care of us here inside Sports City. Uh, I'm saying all that to say, like, back in 2012, man, the original fantasy basketball with Royce King did that for a little while, made some great connections with some of my friends there, or actually where some of you, are, our, our core listeners are from, in New York, uh, Roto Experts, all that good stuff, Sirius XM, chopped it up. Shout out to my guy, Corey Parsons, the fantasy executive. Shout out to uh, the King, Scott Angle. Shout out to Greg Sussman and all those guys, man. Found my way in 2018 into NYC, part of the Fantasy Sports Network, FNTSY. You know them now as Sports Grid. You can check me out. I believe it's still episodes where your boy won multiple uh, fantasy feuds with uh, my guy, Frank Stanfield, uh and others. Man, listen, just a great time. Uh, you, again, you check me out on, uh, what's that, the official NBA channel on Twitch. That's where I was going. Uh, my phone kind of going off, distracting me a little bit. I apologize. But, again, that's just a little bit of my resume, man. I love this game. It's a lot of fun. I like interacting with people. Hey, if you want help, there's help available. It's Q&A time if that's what you want. And everybody doesn't want to always ask. But, look, we're all the smartest person in the room when we think that, right? I do. I'm not a person that's going to call a lot of people up and ask them questions about my fantasy team because you think that somebody's going to bamboozle you or mislead you. But listen, guys. I'm probably not playing in your league. I don't play in uh, 10 or 12 leagues anymore like I used to. I only play in one. So if you're not actually in my salary cap league that I actually participate in, then chances are I'm going to tell you the truth, and I already know you're probably not going to believe me. But that's just how it goes. Anyway, I digress. We'll keep it moving. The other players that we got to talk about, I think, as we get ready for this upcoming uh, fantasy season, uh, is not going to involve 
too many of the big names, right? Like, there's, there's so many people who also have a fantasy basketball podcast or a show, and, you know, they're playing shallow leagues. So those 10 and 12-team leagues, and everybody's kind of like racing and grabbing for the top players in the NBA, right? Well, what's the difference maker? The sleeper, the riser. Like, you're looking for that stock report. Like, who's really next up? Right, so let's get into a little bit of some of the guys who I think have an opportunity to be next up or do something special this upcoming season. And uh, I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to actually talk a little bit about a guy for the New Orleans Pelicans that uh, all summer long. I thought had uh, you know a, a good value in terms of where he was priced because again I'm looking at his salary and that was one Herb Jones and so you've seen what Herb's been able to do the last couple of seasons he's definitely a help in the steals category we've all a lot of times in fantasy we're waiting for guys to be outstanding scores we want everybody to take over being the leading scorer but hey man there's only so many shots on the team. And in the interest of teams winning, because I know we're also, you know, betting, you got to temper your expectations. You can't have it all from every guy, all right? So let's just not be greedy, right? Okay. So Herb Jones, with his new deal, is coming in at about $12 million a season right now. And uh, in case you haven't been paying attention, it's looking like Herb Jones should carry – some shooting guard eligibility this upcoming season. We've known that over the first couple of seasons, Herb has been at small forward or power forward in some formats and leagues, platforms, ESPN, Yahoo, Fantrax, he'll be small forward, power forward. I think right now he's currently small forward, power forward on Fantrax, where I prefer to play. But when I'm looking at the NBA app and I'm seeing the scores, and I'm looking at the box score of what position did Herb occupy in this particular preseason game. I'm seeing Herb as shooting guard, and I'm getting excited because we all love dual eligibility, multiple positions, not just one, not just two. But, oh, my goodness, if you can grab a guy that's got three different positions, man, that's love. Shooting guard, small forward, power forward for Herb. The outlook on Herb this year is we're expecting uh, efficiency to improve, right? Better percentages, multiple threes per game, one and a half to two per game, again, to go along with what we count on him for, and that's one and a half to two steals. What would really be uh, special is if Herb Jones to have a career year on the defensive end I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not sure that I'm even buying it if I was selling it. But I'm not afraid to speculate about it and and wish for it that, hey, if Herb Jones could be this season's field leader, man, I think you would love the box. So, you know, Herb Jones, what kind of step does he take in response to going from just making a little over, you know, one and a half million per season up to 12? I think he goes from around 11 to 12 points. He puts up 14 to 15. He gives you four and a half rebounds, three assists, two steals, half a block or a block. Clearly he's going to have nights where he's going to be something special, but in terms of averages, I think there's a nice little floor there where he could come in, be a steady guy, and be someone that you could appreciate having on your team as a glue guy. He's not often injured, and we know sometimes the most important stat category in fantasy sports is not one that tends to count other than uh, towards games played, but games played matters, okay? It's not a scoring category in your format, but it truly matters. So you want those guys who are healthy and are going to perform for you and deliver. So, uh, you know, I'm all in on Herb Jones. I watched him move around in my uh, salary cap league probably six or seven times uh, since we did our fantasy draft offline during uh, NBA Summer League. 
we got hardcore guys in my league, man. They 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 go at it, and uh, they can't wait to get started. Our league pretty much stays open year round, and we have some form of communication or activity uh, twelve months out of the year. That being said, another guy who has been of interest to me for this upcoming season and seems to be in in a good position, though he's battling with with health right now. And that's Danny Obvious. We know there's a lot going on uh, right now in real time as it pertains to Israel. But Danny Obvious is is an Israeli-born player. Uh, he's about 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, he can handle his nickname. The Wizards call him Turbo. That's right. He's got some jets. He's got some wheels for his size. He's not a great shooter. I don't think he's found his confidence in terms of his shot in the NBA, but I believe that he's worked on it. I think it's coming. He's shown moments uh, as the season uh, did wind down, uh, that 22-23 season. Uh, his ability to score – rebound, definitely play, make, assist the ball, right? Like, Avia is a guy who might not give you a 1,000 points on the season, but he could do eight to 900 points and bless you with 500-plus rebounds. And maybe with this with this roster, right, uh, when you talk about Poole loves to shoot it, Kuzma loves to shoot it, yeah, you just brought in Tyus Jones, but this is about to be his first time ever as a starting point guard in the NBA, and he's efficient, but as a playmaker in this contract year, Denny Avia has an ability potentially this year to do well over 300 assists. But it's going to come down to his health. He's been dealing with back and hip. We all know that that matters in basketball. It's pretty much the same crap Ben Simmons was dealing with for the last year and a half or two seasons. Back and hit. So, if you got time to maybe step back and watch and see, let this preseason see if he can get right, check in on those injury reports and his status. Like buyer beware, but at the same time, the opportunity in Washington. It's a completely new organization when you think of management, all the way down from team president of operations, the general manager. Uh, the head coach is returning, Wes Unsell Jr., right? GM Will Dawkins, his first opportunity as, you know, to be in charge, coming over from, uh, I believe it's like Oklahoma City as an assistant, right? But Jordan Poole feels like it's his team. Kyle Kuzma feels like it's his team. Tyus Jones is like, man, this is my opportunity to be the full-time point guard. Who's going to back me up? Okay? And then you got the rookie from France who he wants to make a name for himself, I'm sure. He wants to get on the court and be loud, cool about it. Right? But Denny Obvious, he's the one who has not he's, – he's got to settle his NBA future. It's the last year. It's the contract year. And if you've been playing this fantasy game for any length of time, you know when it's contract years, if guys can get themselves out on the court, they'll play through any and everything to secure that bag and their futures for their family. So will Denny Avia give us 82 games this upcoming season? Not likely. But in order to qualify for any postseason awards and incentives, Certainly, Denny Obvious is going to strive to reach that floor that is 65 games played. And I'm saying if you can get 15 and 10 with three and a half to four assists with the occasional steal block and maybe at least one three-pointer on a consistent basis from Obvious with good percentages, man, I think he's worth investing in. Again, if you're in those shallow leagues, 10 and 12 teams, you're probably not digging or feeling anything that I just said because his name is not sexy. He's not considered any kind of star here in America. But if you've been playing this game with any kind of time and you're a shrewd owner, I'm not even telling you anything you haven't already thought yourself. I'm just here 
confirmation horn. So that's what I got for you. We got some more bills to pay, and we'll be back. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Dot co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. All right, welcome back. Let's get into that Ace brand of what I tend to call top choice sirloin. What are we talking about in this final segment, man? We're going to get into uh, our pickups, right? We're going to talk a little bit about who's playing tonight, take you into the weekend, speak about some games, and what we may be looking to see as we get ready and get in our flow for the regular season. So we practicing just like the NBA preseason is practicing, right? Practice? Okay, don't get me started on that. Anyway, so tonight, what do we know? Miami, San Antonio. Victor Wambayama, first home game in San Antonio, first home game in San Antonio for the preseason, home opener, if you will. Stars like Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, we already know they're out. They're not going to play. Doesn't matter. You don't want to see them anyway. You know what they could do. You know what you're getting from those guys as it pertains to fantasy value. Everybody's going to keep asking the same, pardon my language, dumbass question about Victor Wembayama until the season is complete and you have something to look like look at in terms of the NBA full-season body of work, and that is, is it real? Is it true? Can he do it? Will he do it? And all of that. Man, I'm not about to do all of that. The reality is he's the number one overall pick for a reason. Is the hype real? If you know anything about basketball, you can see what's there. You can't teach that side. What he has learned in terms of his skill set, his confidence, his work ethic, we know that it's about time. It's about seeds. Like, look at it like this. When you plant a seed, do you watch the ground and try to see what's happening underground? Or do you plant it? Know that your job is to come along and water it or wait for it to be watered through rain, and then what? Patience. Find something else to do. Like, that's Victor Wembayama in the Dynasty League or in the salary cap format, right? You get them, you plug them in, and then you look away. <laughs> and just keep it moving, man. Don't live and die with every shot when you're watching the game. Don't live and die with Every performance, bad percentage, good percentage, on night, off night. He's a rookie, but he's a true talent. So you got to wait for it. That's what you got tonight. So enjoy whatever Victor does against the Miami Heat. He's not going against the first team, but it's just another game, uh, an opportunity for us to watch and see this young man grow where you could say, I was there when Victor Wimbayama did X, Y, and Z. The late game on ESPN is going to be the Golden State Warriors versus the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron is going to play in this game. Last I heard, unless something changed. I'm excited about, you know, the young guys, man. I, I know about the 14, 15, 19, 21-year vets. Uh, look, I already know that there's nobody like Anthony Davis in fantasy basketball, absolutely nobody like Anthony Davis. When healthy and balling, there's nobody like Anthony Davis. He's one of one. That's all I'm going to say. Do what you want with that. When it comes to LeBron James, steady as ever. He is who his player card says he is. 
you deviate from LeBron James if you want to, but he's still worth the investment. Chris Paul, he's on a new team. Is he going to start? Is he going to finish? Who cares? It's Chris Paul. All he's going to do at minimum is what he did last year in Phoenix. 13 and 9, 13 and 8, good percentages. Okay. Steph Curry. Come on, man. I'm not I'm not doing this with you. Clay Thompson, he's on a mission. He's got something to prove. Look for Clay to probably have uh this probably is gonna be the season that uh Clay Thompson dribbles the ball more than he ever has. I'm just saying. Why? Because if he's going to add anything, he's going to add back to his game what he had when he was coming out of Washington State, and that's being able to put the ball on the deck, get to the rack, and with those sneaky hops, dunk on you, body to body. Whose baby is that? Yeah, it's coming from Clay Thompson. And then we got to get into the guy who they keep disrespecting back in Los Angeles, D'Angelo Russell. Lakers, are you guys going to value and appreciate this young man for the talent that he is? He is loading up and loading up. He still has ice in his veins. Everybody's doing his ice in the veins now. When he got back to the Lakers, it wasn't just him doing it. He didn't even got he don't even got to do it no more. Everybody's using it. Froders was using it. He took it to Toronto. LeBron is using it. Everybody has ice in their veins. But who started it? D'Angelo Russell. So, again, for you shrewd owners out there, don't forget, there's a guy in Los Angeles that's capable of giving you 17 points and 17 assists with multiple threes on any given night. Young town and prospect. Uh, in L.A. tonight, another one to keep your eye on, uh, Roy Hachimura. He spent plenty of time with LeBron. Everybody's talking about it. He's shooting the ball with great confidence. He's moving with great confidence. Like, he's out there moving around like he really thinks he's LeBron right now. Okay? <laughs> so let's have fun with that. Should be a good game. If you're if you're prospecting and you're going deep, uh I'm excited about the upcoming season for Moses Moody. I think he does everything he needs to do uh, to uh, get that second contract in the NBA and and, and grow, much like Poole did. Uh, I think Jonathan Kaminga has already shown that he's locked in and he's ready to deliver on his promise. And then uh, rookie Trace Jackson Davis, who I'm a huge fan of, right? Uh, I look for him to be uh, a big-time presence in terms of rebounding and shot blocking as well as being a lob threat there uh, for the Golden State Warriors. And trust me when I tell you, he has more than his game than just athleticism. So it's just going to be a matter of time as he finds his footing and his comfortability. So when you're thinking about in advance, who you might want to have uh, an investment in or have on your watch list after all-star break, what rookies to go get that you think are going to maybe contribute and help your team get over the top when they start playing a lot, Trace Jackson Davis. That's who you might want to consider. Get his name on your list. As far as the weekend, right, that's Friday night's game. On Saturday, we got the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Atlanta Hawks. Is there anything special to see here? Certainly there is. It's Zion, Brandon Ingram versus DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. Like, tune in and watch, right? Learn something. Do your homework, okay? This is what we do here. The Minnesota Timberwolves versus the New York Knickerbockers. I still like to say that word. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. It's like young kids like, like a Knickerbocker. What is a Knickerbocker? Yeah, it's the Knicks, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, but – uh. Look, Jalen Brunson, he had an outstanding summer. Regardless of how Team USA finished, Jalen Brunson looked phenomenal. He looks to be in great shape. Uh, uh, Hart looks to be in great shape and ready to go. Uh, Julius Randle 
as I've stated, when it comes to power forwards in the Eastern Conference, if I'm ranking the power forwards, well, you can rank them. I don't really do rankings, but there's only two power forwards with uh, bigger name value than Julius Randle and production uh, to their team, and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jason Tatum. Right behind them to start that next tier is Julius Randle. I mean, Julius Randle, matter of fact, let me, let me park this. I got another. Like I, I'm, I'm running out of time, but I got another rant real quick. You can get this one for free, right? This is all of that all-you-can-eat special. Julius Randle has made more threes in the last two seasons total then this guy that they keep talking about, this was annoying me last night when the Grizzlies were playing the Atlanta Hawks, this conversation about Luke Kennard and his 43% shooting from behind the arc. Hey, man, who cares if you are shooting 43% from behind the arc and I got a power forward that makes more than you at the end of a season? That means that you clearly are not getting up enough attempts and in total, you don't got enough mates. So what does it matter if you're 43% and you're not giving me Buddy Hill 200 plus threes? You're not giving me Julius Randle. One season, I think Julius just shot 214 or 218 from a power forward. Are you serious? Then somebody's going to make an excuse. Like, oh, that's not Luke Kennard's role. Then why are the commentators bragging on Luke Kennard's 43%. That's like the guy who shoots 90% from the free throw line, but he only attempts one and a half free throws per game. Put that away, man. Who cares? That's not helping anybody in fantasy. That's not even helping the Memphis Grizzlies. It didn't help the Los Angeles Clippers. It's not helping anybody in reality. If Luke Kennard wants to boast or somebody wants to boast on Luke Kennard shooting 43%, let me know when Luke Kennard is putting up Steph Curry attempts. That's when it matters. Give me Dame Lillard attempts. Give me Klay Thompson attempts. Like, shoot 43% on some significant attempts. Like, and be consistent. Have everybody afraid of you for real, for real. Not that ghost on paper, uh, 43%. That's not going to get it done. But I digress. Last game on Saturday night schedule is Portland Trail Blazers versus the Utah Jazz. Talking about a couple of young teams. The Jazz had a great season last year. The Trail Blazers are now going to be trying to find the footing and get a flow there under uh, Chauncey Billups. Chauncey is still evaluating that roster. It should be fun to watch what they figure out. Uh, after tomorrow night's contest. Tune in and check that out. I'll be watching. On Sunday, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Charlotte Hornets. I'm definitely going to be looking at young players as I'm prospecting right now. For your behalf, guys like Usman Jang, Brandon Miller, Nick Smith Jr. Uh, Another overseas team, uh, I think it's Taiwan or Taipan. My apologies. I just got the abbreviation versus the Toronto Raptors. Let's see what uh, Grady Dick could do, and uh, along with Dennis Schroeder and uh, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, Yakupoto, all those guys in Toronto. We got Memphis versus Miami on Sunday. We got Milwaukee versus the Lakers, Chicago versus Denver, and Golden State versus Sacktown. Should be a fun weekend. I know on Saturday you're gonna watch the college basketball, you're gonna watch the NFL football. So that's just preseason crap, man. It don't matter. I'm glad you stopped by and hung out with me. This has been your boy, Ace. This has been All You Can Eat Fantasy Basketball. Tap back in on Monday as we get closer and closer to NBA regular season tip-off. Let's go. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs, Chefs. Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom, so tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again, Sports City, Sports City Chefs, Chefs, Sports City, Sports City.
Ah. 